You are now listening to Well, Well, Filling Out. Oh my, oh my God, did she just murder him? <laughs> oh no, his pussiness. Misandry. <laughs> yes, misandry. Oh, poor man. Ladies, serial killers are the best. Well, she's never going to get that stain out. Nothing says it's over like running over your ass. It had to be a woman. It had to have been a woman. Are you wearing it? Wait, how big were her breasts? <laughs> okay, this next message comes from Kirsten uh, from September of last year, who writes, Hey guys, I wanted to say thank you for taking the time to make such a fun, entertaining, and good podcast. I mostly listen to it on my headphones while at work, and I literally catch myself laughing out loud. Uh, it's also great hearing comments and perspectives from a queer point of view. Some other Killing Eve podcasts I've tried before you're finding yours, just... Some <laughs> Lord. Some of the Killing Eve podcasts I tried before finding yours just seem to miss the mark of the show the because head of this. Perspective. It's the head Lord. perspective. Y'all are the best Killing Eve podcast, hands down. Thank you pew, so pew, pew. much for that. Pew, pew, Thank pew. you. Thank you. One of the questions I have for you guys is what is your take on why Villanelle stopped killing people for six months after shooting Eve in Rome? It might have been because she stopped working for the 12, but I feel like she would have been so fucked up after shooting Eve that she would have killed anyone who pissed her off. <laughs> Especially since she was glitching so hard. She, yo, scene. she fucking, she glitched <laughs> the Woo. fuck out. Woo! Out entirely. And my last question is kind of, a few in one. Do you think Villeneuve will for sure get together in series four? <sighs> and do you think even Villanelle will make uh, each other better slash their truth self in a weird, twisted kind of way? Hopefully, at least <laughs> in the boudoir, Kirsten. Eve seems like she's finally recognizing her true emotions and has stopped denying them. And she also seems to be more honest with others lately and stopping with the bullshit, although Dark Eve is definitely rising. Oh, yes. Then Villanelle has also stopped putting up such a front around Eve, and she seems to be maturing in a strange way. Mm. Like the hair down and no games from either in the ballroom I've been scene. waiting for her to have her hair down, but whatever. Jody even said she thinks that Eve matures Villanelle in one of the Zoom interviews recently. It's hard to put into words what I'm trying to say. Sorry. Their dynamics are just so complex. Indeed. And sorry for the essay. None of the people in my life watch Killing Eve, so I can never verbalize any of the hundreds of questions Literally Killing Eve hundreds. brings to my brain. I feel that. Uh, thanks again for your dedication and hard work. Hope you're all staying safe out there. Kirsten. Relatively safe, Kirsten. Well, to that first point she brings up about what is the take on why Villanelle stopped killing people for six months. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we need to flash back to that deleted scene. You know what I'm saying? We need to flash back to Villanelle in a cowgirl hat talking about Old Town Road. Right. But Old Town, see, I was about to make a dirty joke and I, it's because it's getting late and this is what happens to me. Let me try to resist. Okay, so Villanelle was fucked up. Let's not, I mean, God. Remember all the theorizing we did about oh my gosh, she intentionally tried to shoot her where the scar was until Suzanne was like, psych! <laughs> None of that she shot to kill. And so with Suzanne's current interpretation of what went down, which is that she shot to kill, we have to assume that the glitching was part of it and the glitch and Eve just being like, actually, I don't want this so. And Villanelle being like, actually, bitch, that is not. We literally just talked about going to Alaska, making spaghetti, not you walking away from me, bitch. So she got shot up. And I think 
Villanelle was so fucked up off Eve. And I think that for a decent section of time, and I would even argue from series one, she is plotting things with Eve. And because of their connection that, you know, I would argue is organic, just innate, because we saw that in the bathroom to what they have facilitated and grown over the time that they've been interacting from series one to three, that where we are in series two, like Villanelle is all in. Like she was all in from when she was harassing Nico and Gemma. Nico, Nico, she was was there stealing snow globes and recipes for her future wife. She had it all planned out. And we know that Villanelle was fucked up because she really thought she could completely manipulate Eve because that's how she seemed to understand certain aspects of emotional connection at the time that, oh, if I'm going to get this from you, I need to manipulate you. And now that we've seen some history with her mom, that can maybe make sense as to why she has the template of manipulation first to try to get someone to do what they want. But I really think she was fucked up and soured from killing from a while. Because if we go from Suzanne saying that, okay, she intended to kill Eve, then from that point, I would have to say that she would be fucked up from the murder. That yeah. up until that point, and maybe perhaps unless we go all the way back to her mom, every Everything in between her mom, with the exception of Anna, but Anna killed herself, so that was a little bit different. Everything was probably for fun or for utility. I'm being paid to do this. I'm killing you just because you fucking deserve it, and it's a Tuesday. And with Eve, it was, as we said, this glitch, this complete explosion of emotion and vulnerability that theoretically Villanelle had never felt before, and certainly not to that extent, even though she had that situation, that grooming situation with Anna. And so I just think she was soured off the shits that everything fun and carefree that she associated with killing now she would see Eve lying in a puddle of her own blood and that would fuck her up and that's probably why a pretty girl named Maria was just able to see a bitch on a train or something be like just walk past with a scent and Villanelle was like huh <laughs> straight up because she was fucked up and that's what happens when you get into a relationship on that rebound shit when you are still wide open from your previous person but this next person is supposed to be the band-aid and next thing you know Villanelle is trying to get married how is that not from her being completely and entirely fucked up off Eve and if we look at it even though I don't think it was the best explanation that she is completely done with killing until Dasha involves herself in the scene and gets her back on the page to be like, hey, like, maybe you want to make some money. Maybe you want to be back in the 12. Blah, blah, blah. But I really feel like that Villanelle was ready to be taken care of oh, yeah. by a sugar mama who had that money. Oh, yeah. And that sugar mama was Maria. Maria. <laughs> I'm talking about a queer named Maria. Maria. <laughs> <laughs> and where is Maria now? Waiting for her wife to come home and she never, ever will. Yeah. So I don't know what your answer is for that, but that is my answer. Uh, no, I love that you taken into account the different perspectives with how Emerald left and then how Suzanne reinterpreted the wound and its placement and why those would matter to Villanelle's psyche because either she was saying, no, this is me bonding you to me. Look, now we're the same. Or she was saying, wow, I really just destroyed the best thing that happened to me. Either way, she's mm. somewhere mm -hmm. and she's not like set to... <laughs> Let's not forget the murder baptism. <laughs> I That's... Though, those are real. She... Like I said, Villanelle had like six O's right there. I know I keep changing the numbers of O's, but it's, it's relevant. It's no, relevant. It is. It is. I feel like she was having a whole out-of-body O experience the entire time she was walking with Eve, which is why even though Eve was looking mad salty, she didn't give a fuck. She was like, could we just get some place where the doors close? All right. And we have some privacy and some skeddies and see what happens from there. <laughs> and as for this last question you had about, you know, do we think Villeneuve will for sure get together in series four? I hope my stance is clear by now, but I will keep reiterating every time we do a fucking episode up until the series four finale, the whole fucking show finale airs. And then we're left with what we're left with. I hope. Oh. 
I I do. I they need to. Like, not only do I think they will get together, they must get together. They cannot end this show without them getting together because what are we doing? Insert Cardi B gift. What was the point? Right. What because was the reason? I just, no, you're right. I I don't want to I don't want to yell too much. Uh, we'll save that rant for another day even though I've already ranted in this episode. I'm just going to say and I feel like Terrence agrees that it has to happen. It has to happen or else or else it's homophobia. Yeah, I said it. No, yeah, I true. said it. But that's how I feel about it. And in terms of Villanelle maturing more around Eve, I think so. Because even though we did love Villanelle's immaturity way back in series one, where Eve was like, I think about you all the time. <laughs> word vomit. Intense word vomit. And Villanelle's like, yeah, bitch, I think about you too. I mean, I masturbate. <laughs> and Eve was like, okay, yes. I mean, well, no, I'm not, I'm not upset about that. I'm just, you know, it took me by surprise, like the levels you be on. And so I think that maturity was expressed in that writing scene, you know, ballroom, bridge, where instead of coming back with some sardonic, okey-doke, sarcastic, whatever, she was answering Eve honestly and truly. And intently. And so, yay for Villanelle growing up. But at the same time, if you do not take this bitch the boudoir, I don't care. <laughs> and whatever. That's the hill I'm dying on, guys. That is that is the fucking hill. So thank you, Kirsten, once again for reaching out to us. We hope that you are, have been staying safe and maybe gotten one of your shots, your one and done, or your Part first one. half. Yeah. Right. yeah, thank you so much for writing in, Kirsten. Alright, this next letter comes in from September of last year from Sherilyn. Sherilyn has a short message and says, love it, this is the best. Just wondering what happened to the last episode of Gentleman Jack. <laughs> well, <laughs> it wasn't there, Sherilyn. Yeah. But it's there now. It is. It's there. It's long. And it's there. And that historical nightcap for that episode will also be posting soon. For Charlene, thank you for writing in and inquiring because we know inquiring minds did want to know like when y'all posted that episode a recap. (laughs) Why is it taking so long? We're sorry. Thanks once again, Charlene. And also in September, we got a note from Paige, which says, discovered your podcast a little while ago and I'm making my way through your episodes. You're my kind of nerds. Question, what's your take? Take on Mr. Robot. I was shocked as hell to A, like Mr. Robot, and not find it to be a pile of self-obsessed man blah, mm. and B, figure out it's queer as hell and queer features one of the hell. better lesbian characters and storylines I've seen in a good long while. Mm. Wait a high moment. High praise. High praise, Paige. Very high praise. Interesting. I'm sure it's on your radar, but if it's not, give it a watch. But have patience because it's a slow build on the lesbian front. Paige, <laughs> Paige, if it wasn't a slow build on the lesbian front, would we be watching queer media? Is all I'm trying to say. It's always a slow build. <laughs> Which that's something that we could totally reverse the trope and not have it be a slow build, but yes. But has other queer trans storylines sprinkled throughout. I hope you're all doing well in Villain Eve Unite. Yes, that Ooh, is that's right. Oh, that's in Villain Eve Unite, and Villain Eve We Trust, and Villain Eve We, trust. we right. Stay. I don't don't know if that makes sense but yeah you know what i feel like we should come back to this have you watched mr robot i have not but i am pleased to hear that there is queer jauntiness sprinkled in we could potentially cover that or we can either come back on the next snack and talk about it if you've watched any of it or we could cover it on church of misandry as a whole thing i have familiarity with mr robot but terrence definitely does not and so tbd on that page but thank you for the awesome suggestion. I'm going to make Terrence take you up on that. And then we will talk about it at a later time. Hope you are doing well, too, in this goddamn panini that has been going on for over a year. But we are still here 
at least. All right. This next note comes from, oh. Oh, I think this was another one from Sharlene talking about the name of Jamie. Thank you for that little tidbit on Jamie. I'm just going to jump to the next one from Mars that also came in in September. And Mars writes, Dear Candace and Terrence, I just wanted to send my warm thanks and greetings from Germany, where I've recently become a complete and total fan of your podcast. Yay! Yay! I'm hooked. I love hearing all your thoughts of each episode and your perspectives are so on point. Your show has been breathing so much life into a difficult year. I can't thank you enough. I work as a composer and sound designer here in Berlin and after listening to tons of episodes of your podcast and watching the show many times I wrote a very quick song that was inspired by the set in the Rivoli ballroom scene in the last season finale it's here while the lyrics may not explicitly reference the show it's 100% about them maybe it seems random but I could just not resist sending what you have both partially inspired as a kind of thanks for your awesome podcast about an incredible show warmly Mars Mars the composer let us play a little clip of this Diddy sent to us from Mars. I'm not going to play the whole thing because I don't know if Mars wants us to play the whole thing, but right. we can certainly link it in the show notes if you guys give a shit. All right, let's see what we're doing. It's called The Chase. Yes, I am. The woman you know. Ooh. How can I like we ever predict it? How far this goes? All the things I left just to be alone. But it's all right. Yes. What I'm aiming for feels like a dream. That the way we weren't mm. is how we could be. If you write me back, do it honestly. And it's all right. The vibes. The mood. my eyes I can see the ballroom I'm out here showing my ass if you're not there then you tell me it's done this is real nice Mars Mars it looks like you've got talent dear Thank you for sending in. I mean, you probably already know that. But thank you for sending in your song. I think this is definitely a first for us, getting like a song sent. Yeah, that was amazing. Truly. All right, Mars, hopefully you've been working on some new shit, some additional shit in the panini. You've been further inspired and will continue to be inspired, hopefully by series four and the smash. Now, I'm not saying you have to write a song about the smash, but I am (laughs) saying, Mars, if the smash happens, you have to write a song about the smash. I mean, it's up to you, but also this is what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Okay, we have a new letter in from Shannon, who writes to us just in February. Oh my God, from 2021. We've done it. We've, We've made, made it to the it. new year. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon writes, hi. For whatever reason, due to God's silly whims, I only discovered Killing Eve in November of 2020. And I have been sort of catching up on the whole fandom situation. I finally found your podcast, which... 10 out of 10. Thank you. Ooh, thank you. And have been listening a lot this week. Yay. First off, I have to say how much I appreciate your takes on things because I desperately needed this ranty, queer, in-depth analysis. So many times this week, I've heard you speak something that I've only ever experienced inside my own mind before, Mm. and it is wildly refreshing to not feel so alone in these thoughts and opinions. Yes. It is a little sad back listening to episodes because hearing people have hopes for Series (laughs) 3 in real time is like watching a train wreck in slow motion. But I think we all know that the Series 3 ride is 
bathroom owes us all some therapy. They do. And that's a topic for another time. It was also wild because I was so mad when I finished series three of the show that I immediately wrote a fanfic to remedy the situation. Although I've never written a fanfic before, not even had the urge to. And a lot of the stuff you talk about are the things I wrote into my fanfic because they make the most sense. I'm with you 100%. I yelled when you said that even Villanelle will go to a hotel room and have sex and order room service because I wrote that exact thing into my thick. Of course they would. You get it, Shannon. You obviously get it. All right. And here's the real point of this email. Candace mentions writing <laughs> fanfics. Oh, someone else calling me out. Someone's calling me out. Someone else calling me out. And I gotta know. Where can I find you Where? on AO3? Tumblr. <laughs> Sorry, that's my cackle because does Candace have more than one burner on these accounts? I sure as fuck do. <laughs> this is that's that's my evil sapphic laugh, TBD. I will see how I how I bring my wares into the world. Um, I will say, you know what? I shouldn't expose myself because if I expose the previous fanfic, they might be able to track it down already. So TBD, I'm gonna come back to that, Shannon. But thank you for your interest. <laughs> <laughs> in my written shenanigans. She concludes with thanks for everything that you do and I'll be donating to express my appreciation and we do appreciate it. Oh thank my God, you very thank you much. so much, Shannon. Every fucking donation means so much to us. <sighs> I feel like, does Shannon have questions? No, she was just agreeing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then it was only about um, one of your burners. That's all. <laughs> That's right, my burners. Well, I mean, how do I see this fanfic? Shannon, uh, please send it in the DMs. I'm trying to read the fictional reality you created that we all obviously deserve from series four. All right. And let me see. Oh, my goodness. Okay. So this next one is a bit of a doozy. And it is from Ariella. And Ariella writes in just this March. <laughs> just this March. Just a, right. Wow. We are fully caught up in this time travel machine. Let me do the sound effects. To present time in 2021. All right. Ariella writes, hey, Candace and Terrence Palastri, greeting some good old Texas. Hope y'all are healthy and well. I wanted to reach out after the news broke that Killing Eve's swan song is in fact season four, as predicted by Candace. I'm oscillating through a lot of emotions right now, and I felt the need to reach out. I miss you guys so much. Listening to the pod would literally make my entire day. This hiatus has been extremely difficult to get through. In a normal world, we would already be in the heavy promotional stage for... Season four. It's just really tough. I am feeling so many things right now. I am so eager to see how their story wraps up, and I am sad that the end is nigh. Sad face. I am curious to how you guys are responding to the news. Happy, sad, both. At the same time, I feel like this calls for an emergency podcast. True that. That's me saying true that, guys. And she continues, now let me tell you about your impact on me. Oh, who is also a long-winded bitch. Okay. I remember reading a review that the pod is too long-winded. <laughs> I, did I not read that review? I probably just looked past it. And let me just say that they're clearly not part of your target audience. This pod isn't necessarily for casual viewers, but those that seek deeper analysis of the show. I appreciate the thorough analysis and intellect that goes into making the show while also being so fucking funny. Oh, thank you. It's apparent that you guys spend a lot of time creating superb content to share with us. I am very grateful to have found my niche. Before I found the pod, no one in my life listened to me when I would tell them they gotta watch Killing Eve. It was especially heartbreaking when I knew they would love the show, but they just didn't listen to me. So I went through the first two seasons watching alone and yearning for more content because I just couldn't get enough. Then I saw the video of y'all's reaction. <laughs> of y'all's reaction. 
of y'all's reaction to 303 that went viral around Twitter. Need I say more? No. <laughs> <laughs> LOL. The pure feral combined with humor totally won me over. At that moment, I knew I found the part of the fandom that I belonged in. I binged the entire pod. If my calculations are correct, Wawa Villanelle runs 110.65 hours long. Not wow. a moment wasted, I will say. Damn. Wow. Well, well, Ariella. I believe you are correct with those hours because we did see a couple Spotify screenshots and our own little wrap up thingy. But yes, that is that that's accurate. And I'm so glad you felt like those were all worthwhile minutes for you. And she continues all of this to say with all the gripes and criticism I have for the show, I'm going to try and reflect on the show more fondly now that I know season four is the swan song. I'll never forget the impact Killing Eve has had on me and this pod in particular. You guys are spectacular. When I started watching the show, I never would have guessed that I I was capable of this kind of introspection. Thanks to y'all, I feel like I have gained knowledge on how to manage interpersonal relationships better. I'm going to miss pretending that I'm in the same room as y'all and contributing to the conversation or laughing so loud at work that my colleagues have to ask, what is so damn funny? Since I started listening, some of the purest moments of joy I have felt was listening to the pod. I am so grateful for your entertainment. Terrence has just been clutching his chest, by the way, while I read this. Oh, yes. And she finishes with, when I reflect back on my viewing experience, my biggest regret is not recording my reactions or recording my thoughts about the show. I'm a pretty forgetful person, but what I never want to forget are my reactions to this show. And you guys have inspired me to start a Killing Eve podcast. Awesome. Yay. YouTube series. Oh, that's that sentence. Podcast slash YouTube series on recaps and reactions with a particular niche on the scoring of the show. Ooh, to me, the music is such a big part of the storytelling and I just need to get my thoughts out there. My intention is not necessarily to get a ton of followers and get YouTube famous, not at all. I want to do this for myself, something that I will keep forever. It is also not my intention to compete with you guys among the market of KE content. <laughs> well. We just love to see more Katie content. <laughs> right. So you good there. And she continues, you guys are a powerhouse. I do not intend to intrude on that. In fact, I plan on redirecting my listeners to Waffle Villanelle <laughs> for thoroughness. I've been trying to fight imposter syndrome as a barrier to create Killing Eve content, but I can't let that stop me from doing something I want to do. I'm fighting that nagging voice that says I'm too late, but I know I'm not. We still have another year. Hell yeah! Like a year and a half at this fucking point. Sure and a did. whole hurrah to go. There's room for anyone at the table, or at least I'm trying to convince myself that. Yeah! Yes, 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 Ari, there's plenty of space at the table. I wanted to ask you guys, is there a particular song you would want to hear during a villainy moment? For me, it's Fine Line by Harry Styles. That's my head canon, but it's definitely too pop for the show. I'd like to know yours, though. And she finishes with props to you guys if you've made it this far. Of course we did. I apologize if this sounds out of whack. It does not. I'm fighting a nap, but I really wanted to get this out to you guys ASAP. I hope we can keep in touch. I'm so eager for your upcoming content and your takes on season four. We're in the home stretch y'all stay safe stay well Ari well well and she signs off with in louder we trust, we trust Lauda, yes. whoo, whoo, that's where we are maybe we should make a t-shirt because that's all we got that's all we got <laughs> <laughs> until this train gets off the fucking tracks well first let me say Ari, thank you so much for this long-winded and long-winded means you care enough to write more words so i'm into that shit note it is definitely the longest note i think we got Right? Ish? I want to say ish, yeah. Yes. Ish this year. And so that has thrilled us, we have to tell you. Because we were like, are people going to stop writing us since we didn't respond while we were in a crisis and breakdown last year? But we're so happy to see people are still sending messages this year. And golly gee, about the songs, as Terrence knows, our defunct Trilling Eve. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. event that was supposed to go down last fall, winter. It did not go down. But part of that Trilling Eve event was my ridiculous playlist that Terrence knows I've been cultivating. And it's per episode per series and I've done each and every episode and I keep adding randomly if I come across remember a song that I feel like applies and so to your answer yes yes Ari I do have a song that I feel like I go within the scene but I'm gonna need you to be a little bit more specific exactly for where you want me to go you could even narrow that shit down to genre because that's something I'm doing where I've got all genres in the playlist. It really all depends. Um, so yeah, not only am I interested in this Killing Eve podcast, YouTube project you're doing because yes, give us all the Killing Eve content, but I'm super interested in this niche take you described about music. That's my shit. And randomly, I'm just going to mention La Femme Nikita from the 90s. I feel like nobody's seen it. Everyone has seen the new La Femme Nikita, or rather I should say the more recent La Femme Nikita that was on the CW. But one thing that was phenomenal about the original La Femme Nikita that starred Peter Wilson was the soundtrack. It was fucking brilliant. There was a bunch of independent bands and people and whatever. And it just felt like every song they chose appropriately enhanced the emotions of the scene. And I really feel like that's what we got going on in Killing Eve. We literally have theme songs for the queerness, theme songs for the misandry, theme songs for Philadelphia and Eve. And so it's great. And I cannot wait to see what you have in store, Ari. Let's definitely keep the fucking touch. My only request is that you find some way to sneak in Are You Still Mad by Alanis Morissette. I will appreciate it a great deal. And thank you. Not an Alanis Morissette <laughs> plug. When are we going to get sponsored by Alanis? Alanis, someone who knows her. <laughs> Let her know just how frequently we reference her and or her music. Just anytime we're talking and recording. I think that you are doing a wonderful job at maintaining and capturing the moments that you feel are highly precious to you. So even if you were to just keep them or share them, I'm happy. First off, I'm happy that you are sharing them. And I hope that I will get a link so that I can find them and then be able to see them so that I can experience your first moments with these episodes as they release as well, because I'm sure they're going to be mm. amazing. And then as far as uh content and there being room and space, there is so much room for Killing Eve content. Please continue to oh, create. Oh, yeah. Especially from the quiz. Especially from <laughs> those of us not in the head perspective. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like the majority of voices talking about Killing Eve are head ones. And so not only do we want more people talking about the show, we would like more quiz. More of those with the vapors to talk about the show. So I cannot wait to see what content you're working on. And potentially it's already out there. And potentially we just don't know because we have been out of it. But definitely please follow up with us on that and let us know what to go one with you and as far as imposter syndrome is concerned uh it's it's we, a I, thing yeah it's a thing so i get what it is to have to work through this as a thing but i think we had a little bit of imposter syndrome before because as we said we are introverts and there's no presumption to say people want to hear what the fuck Candace and Terrence have to say. Like, absolutely not. And when we started getting fan mail or just like shit to the inbox, we were like, what is this? And it took us aback. So we totally understand imposter syndrome. But as we already said, we believe there is plenty of space, not just in the Killing Eve content creation genre, but like literally all of the world content creation. Anything that you feel like you have something unique and interesting you want to say or add, do that shit. Yes. And we will support that shit. As far as how we're feeling about series, for being the final series, I think we've given 
some clues into that already this extended episode. And I'm sure we will continue to harp on those feelings and emotions for the rest of this year until we actually get some motherfucking content to say this is what's happening in the final season and we freak the fuck out. I think I might just run around the block yelling at the top of my lungs whenever that first trailer comes out because it's so much tension is going to be wrapped up in what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> like, <laughs> if, if Villanelle no, yeah. and Eve are separated, Candace, calm down. Candace, calm down. <laughs> We're not even there yet. So we don't know if they're separated, Candace. So why don't we just take a chill pill, all right? And relax. So let me just roll back off that because I was, I was, I felt like I was inflating like a balloon. <laughs> let me just try to deflate and calm down and go back to my happy place and say, yes, I am both excited, relieved, and saddened. I guess that's three things. I'm excited, relieved, and saddened about series four being the final. I was of the concern that like, yo, uh, we're getting to a place where maybe we need to stop because people fucking up. And we don't want the show to lose its luster or for it to be undeserving of the talent it has. That talent being Sandra, Jody, Fiona, Kim, the rest. And so they're a fucking talented ass cast. And as we've seen, mm -hmm. every last one of these bitches has gotten jobs elsewhere. Yep. And so I don't really think they should be tied to a show that isn't deserving of their talent. There was some slips and sliding that happened in series three in a number of ways. I hope in Lauda we trust she pulls it all back together. But I think I always made the prediction. I definitely always made the prediction that I didn't think Killing Eve would have more than four or five seasons. And so perhaps it would be cool to get five. But at the same time with the Panini, I think maybe that contributed to it that depending on like shooting schedules and stuff that maybe the fact that Killing Eve literally has to be pushed a year is what helped them decide okay we're done because maybe for Sandra or Jody there was like a hard line of like five seasons but five seasons meaning 2022 and that's the final shit mm -hmm. and we lost out in 2021 so they're like oh we gotta close it up I really hope that's not the case I really hope that the arc justifies it that they feel that they can close it appropriately in the final episodes but again tbd we're putting all the positive energy into the world we sure and are. louder we trust we're gonna make t-shirts because literally i don't want to have a breakdown all right i don't i don't want to have a breakdown on live and that will happen with y'all you saw it you saw it last year so i would just like to avoid that if i possibly can louder louder what must we do louder hmm? what do we have to do <sighs> To verify, to confirm, to ensure that we get what we want in series four. I don't know, but I am putting out the positive juju every goddamn day. Happy, sad, or both at the same time. Um, I, the way the storm clouds are forming around my brain, because there's so many things that I want, and then I'm thinking about the things that I need versus what I want and what we have time for. So it's it's just a big pile of a fight. If you ever seen an animation where like, I don't know if it's cats and dogs just fighting each other, but just a puff cloud of smoke and then you see like stars and exclamation points happening. That's what's happening in my brain. I don't want to jettison anything. I want it all to be able to fit in at the end and it be wrapped in a nice, neat little bow. But I know that's me asking for too much, but I don't want to let anything go. So I'm just going to hang on and wait until we get some trailers, until I make peace with setting down certain mm -hmm, things that I know mm -hmm. for sure that it looks like I'm not going to get just based off of how they are framing what the series will look like. So um, that's where I'm at with what's to come in series four. Cool, cool, cool. And this next message comes from Fleur, and this is from March 
and Fleurites. Hello, my lovelies. It's so good to hear your voices again. I have missed you so. I uh, hope you ate all the cookies before March, though. <laughs> sure. We did. We did. We did. We really did. Uh, not going to say we'll always take more cookies, but we'll always take more cookies. Anyway, sorry. All right. On to my live rambling. So I actually love the style of this newt. Let's see. Also, Amanda Peet and Sarah Paulson connection. They were on the WB's Jack and Jill. Wow, you remember wow, that existed. Wow, not Jack and Jill. Back in the day. Anyone Back when the WB that? was the WB before yes. it was the CW. Mm-hmm. It was created by the creators of Felicity and lasted Yo. not very long. No, it did not. And Simon Rex was also in it. Simon Rex from MTV. Ah, <laughs> uh, sure enough. Oh, those hairstyles. They were something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was a moment. Mm-hmm. Five rambling. Oh, I guess these are bullets. This okay. is another part so of So we do remember it. <laughs> to answer that first bullet, we do remember Jack and Jill. Next bullet is stop pairing Jodie Coma or any actress with, with men, men twice, twice her, her age, age challenge. challenge. I appreciate oh, this. Oh, Ridley Scott, would you like to take that challenge, you old motherfucker? And you know what? Y'all could say, Candace, you're being rude. And you're right. I am being rude because I want him to retire. Sorry. I probably nice. was peeking on the microphone, but I'm just like, can you retire, please, sir? Retire and let somebody else make a movie. But yes, I am on that challenge. And uh, oh, by the way, I've been watching The Bridge. The Bridge. Um, the original Swedish Danish version. Oh. It didn't even know when I started that Kim Botnia starred in it. Ooh. So if you needed more Daddy K with the with younger, younger vibe, vibe. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Wow. Your face when you had to read Daddy K. Wow. Uh, Let's see. Thank you for that info, Fleur. My boy Kenny, still not over it, will never be over it. And I do not believe, Constant, that it was an accident. I don't believe that shit either. Of course. Never we over know it. That Look, Sandra O clocked him in episode two. Her first line to him was, because he said, think of the family. She was like, no, don't. Whatever. Don't, Look, don't stop listen. for a second to think that you care about anybody other than yourself. And I was like, yes, that is how you collect the girls. Even though you're drunk. She was, <laughs> she was, she was a little drunk but still it was she lot. spoke the facts it was a lot it was a lot uh, let's see yep the movement of ease bullet womb still annoys me still oh my <laughs> god the hours fleur the hours the ponderings the wonderings the rumblings the grumblings and all of that to be nothing the nothings yeah that's what we got i was like wow we're just not gonna talk about it at all not even the- sure whatever fine it's fine it's not fine but whatever next bullet of course you don't have to bang to be queer eva's queer banging is not a requirement thank you some people be saying the wildest shit flirt they be saying the weirdest shit well did they have sex or they really are they really queer <sighs> thanks for seeing the light and i have not seen disobedience but it's on my Ooh. list so glad to have your recommendation i Candace. hope you have watched it and if you've not let me know how you feel about the swapping of spit and where do you lie on this debate amongst the queer ladies? <laughs> Let me stop. I was about to go off into a whole thing and I'm just like, yo, this is how I know the hour is nigh. Like, it is late. <laughs> I am on my bullshit. It is starting. But if y'all want us to do a real in-depth review of disobedience, Fleur, or anybody else, just let us know. And we'll probably cover that on Church of Misandry. Yes, Carolyn with the lady. Yes, the return of Elena. And yes to the smashing. Yes, Have we okay. not waited long oh, enough? We have waited long enough for Carolyn's hotation to have a woman when she gave those eyes to Julia Gulia. In series two, I just knew. I just know, first of all, it's just 
when you're dealing with a superior milf like Carolyn Martins, the amount of hosts, the amount of people she can bag, it's extended. Oh, yes. And I just feel like Fiona Shaw is deserving of that as Carolyn Martins in the show. So I'm with you there. Elena, I mean, I troll Terrence on this all the time because he constantly says, Elena, please come back. And I'm like, she never, ever will. And I, that's not because I don't want her to. It's just because... I no longer am trying to have hope for the good things I can have. And I'm just trying to put all that hope into the smash. I'm diverting Elena Hope into the smash because I need that fucking smash. Y'all know no, I no, need that smash. I, 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 need a, I get it now. I need the smash. I get it now. When you put it in perspective like that, I, I get it. And wasn't that her third point? The smash? Uh, oh, we yeah. waited have, long enough? Right, right, exactly. Right. Oh, Candace, <sighs> your villain origin story of sapphic terrorism sounds awesome, though. I totally root for you, whether we get a villain Eve smash or not. So, Oh, my God. Thank you so much, Fleur. I'd like to know that someone is going to send me letters and put money on my books if I'm in jail. Like, they'll be like, well, that sapphic terrorism did something for me. And so I appreciate that I can count on your support. <laughs> I really do. Hope you both are well and can't wait to hear more from you. XOXO, much love. Can't wait to get more cookies. Oh, wait, was that a not so subconscious, conscious, direct <laughs> request? <laughs> I'm wildin'. All right. Thank you so much, Fleur. It's always great to hear from you, Lauda. Oh, is this the last one? I think this might be the last one before this it's on. Oh. Oh, wait. Wait. Oh, no. There's like two more before Twitter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Penultimate. All right. Damn. It's been a minute. We've been reading this, but I knew the mailbag was going to be like this. It was going to be 85 million parts. That's why we said it was just going to be one episode. All right. So this letter is from Amber, who writes to us in March of this year. And she goes, hey, guys, just wanted to reach out to you to say it's great to hear your voices again. You both kept me distracted and entertained throughout 2020, especially during the first lockdown here in the UK. One of my longest marathons being six of your episodes in one day. Damn. Wow. Damn. Damn, Amber. Wow. She has an embarrassed face emoji and I'm just like impressed face emoji. That's and I don't even know what that emoji is, but that's what I have. She continues, kudos to you both for that, and I hope you're well. I deeply apologize in advance for the length of this. Ugh, no apologies. Like, when you were writing to Lou too long with the bitches like us, no apologies needed. All right, just a few things I was curious to hear your opinions on. First, what was your initial reaction to hearing season four will be the end of the road? Has your opinion shifted, or is it the same? I feel very mixed about this decision. On the one hand, feels appropriate to end it here, but on the other, due to my feelings about the third season, I were can they really wrap up the 12 and villain Eve in only eight episodes? Indeed, 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 indeed. I can only say we feel you on that. Mm-hmm. You've definitely heard some stuff already that probably indicates how we feel on that. And as we go forward this year with additional snacks, we're probably going to have a snack just musing on our feelings on how this will be the final series so tbd what are your thoughts terrence uh again uh, just more of the same of what was already iterated you know it's my wants versus my needs and the desire for it all to be cohesive and then boiled down into one series uh, just eight episodes it doesn't sound like it's going to be an extended series it's just going to be the same old same old same old so i don't know how it all will work and be neat but if if they can figure a way, then even if they can't, we're gonna see it. So well, 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 it's, you that's right. why I say T B the fuck D. I know we're gonna talk on that some more in future episodes. All right. And for number two, she writes, What are your thoughts on the considerations for potential spinoffs? I don't really feel it to be necessary, especially without the inclusion of Sandra and Jody. Parentheses, after all, the entire show is based on them. Exactly. I will say I'm somewhat curious about Carolyn's history, for example. So in one way, I do feel some interest there. Plus, it would allow more tight and direct focus on Eve and V this season if these exploration branches are teased but held for future 
adventure spinoffs as opposed to having numerous storylines tied in everywhere a problem season three suffers from. This is true. But I don't know. Maybe book form might be more appropriate as opposed to TV. But of course, nothing is set in stone yet. Hmm. Well. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of the spinoffs, I mean, I'm with you there. I don't see how a spinoff is successful without the two primary leads. And that would be Sandra and Jody. For sure, for sure, for sure. With respect to Carolyn, I honestly think that's the only way they can go. And if they really want to tap into, I would say, the most fanatic, the most passionate part of the Killing Eve fan base, they will give us a queer Carolyn Martins. Because I would take a prequel to see how badass she was being and fucking around all those dudes and winning and succeeding and being a badass bitch. Spy, I would love to see that, but not without, not if she's straight. Like, if I don't have some younger Julia Gullius that she's jaunting with, if I don't see she got bitches on her rotation, then forget it. Keep the Calamar and Starry. I mean, I probably would still watch it, but I wouldn't have as much fun if it was completely heterosexual, especially when you already gave me the gay vibes with Calamar Martins and perhaps that was just Fiona Shaw doing what she do. But I'm also going to say on camera, it was hella gay between her and Julia when I posted that gif. That gif said that was made on the comparisons where it was like Bill and a Germany dude cupping his cheek and Carolyn. And Julia Gulia, cup in a cheek. Same energy, fall on the say. Your thoughts on the spinoff? I, the first time I even mentioned the word spinoff was when I first heard that we were going to get a showrunner, Series 3, who previously worked on a spinoff of another AMC series, and I had uh, concerns. Now, does this not mean, or does this mean that I feel that there is a universe to be expanded upon here? Well, uh, I'm going to, of course, say yes, but... For universes to to effectively work, um, there has to be some through line that is consistent that everyone's going to care about from the spinoff perspective. Now, you can flash back, you can flash forward, potentials, of course, but what's stopping this story from just being its own story versus a continuation from this world this palastri verse that we're creating does it need to be created can there just be another story about espionage does it does it have to be connected to killing eve it could be from the creators of but be its own thing so depending on how they're looking to have this what support of the idea of the concept but remove the queer out of it like i i need more information as to what they're trying to sell me and that would be my only concern with thinking about what a spinoff can do when my focus is on how series four is going to deliver to the fandom and what we're going to get because i'd rather keep my eye on that versus be distracted with something that might come with something that's not set in stone so hopefully that answered some of my thoughts on it all right and she continues with looking more directly at season four what kind of places would you like to be shown in the season we do know at least one scene takes place in paris again parentheses thanks to the mention of Kaylee Llewellyn who was writing three episodes this season I also recommend watching her series in my skin by the way close parentheses so that will be interesting and two a few people in the fandom have hoped for 10 episodes in contrast to the usual eight I feel like an extra 10 minutes on each episode or even a full hour finale would be interesting obviously this is pretty unlikely but I was wondering is this something you think you would enjoy or has the potential to drag down the pacing sorry for the rambling once again great to have you back as always please stay safe and best wishes to you both Amber well Amber hmm. I would always take more episodes to answer your second part of the question about Killing Eve I just want them to be well written because if they're not well written what's the point to quote eve yes yes (laughs) what's the point exactly um and so i don't i don't even know like so more killing eve 
always makes sense. But at the same time, it's hard to say if 10 minutes or a full hour makes a difference because we don't know how well Lauda is going to utilize her minutes. If she utilizes her minutes very well, she could make 45 minutes feel like a whole hour because that mm -hmm. stuff could happen. If it's not utilized well, she could make a whole hour feel like two horrible hours dragging out because we hate it. And so I agree with you that more episodes or more time per episode would be interesting. But I, too, feel it is unlikely given the strict BBC rules they seem to be following in terms of formatting of the TV shows. The only time we've seen any deviation like that was for Gentleman Jack, in which the BBC airing in the UK had extra stuff that was not in the US HBO airing, but I'm not aware of anything like that happening with Killing Eve because, of course, it is created for American distribution first and then as we know, the rollout that happens in Europe and the UK afterwards. So, will it drag down the pacing? I don't think so. It's all down to the writer. All I can say is, once again, in Lauda, we trust. Yes, hashtag in Lauda, we trust. And I ultimately, yeah, I agree. I don't want to be stuck in an episode feeling like what I'm watching is filler when I know that there are so many points that I need the show to hit by the time we get to the end. So if that means that episodes are, if they are saturated with content and it's not just fluff, then give me all the extra minutes and give me all the extra episodes. Yeah, yeah. But I, I don't want to feel like I'm being strung along Again, like there was a mention of a different series, Game of Thrones. And I don't want to feel like I am in, I don't know, in some sort of so social experiment where someone's like, now let's just, you know, uh, shit the bed as far as what this series is going to do. I, I don't want that experience. I want an amazing experience. So however that needs to be designed, you know, by your will be done. Give me the extra minutes, take them away. But as long as it is a succinct and sweet story and I get... My fill of Villain Eve and Eve Palastri and Eve Palastri doing wonderful things with Villanelle on screen. Then that's a jaunt in the right direction. So that's what those are my hopes. That's what I'm looking for. And package it to me any way you want, as long as I love it and it loves me. That's that's it. Yep, yep, agreed. Gosh, so much tension. The anxiety will surely ratchet up the closer we get to the series okay. for premiere. I think the fandom has been a lull, although I don't really know because I've not been online in the Twitter spaces that much but I also feel like people are in a lull because there's not much going on period but once that starts to like once the shit starts to pop once the paparazzi starts saying oh look Sandra Oh Jordi Comron said oh look Fiona Shaw once the minute there is a piece to speculate on the shit's back on fire I mean do you remember last year people were saying all kinds of things all the rumors and the leaks and the stuff that would come out for each episode I'm just gonna say right now I'm gonna avoid all that shit I know I started bitching about it last year but I really do not want anything to be spoiled for series four. Like if it's going to be a dumpster fire, let that dumpster fire surprise me on the day of the fire. I don't want to be ruminating on the dumpster fire for a fucking week, then right. be in the dumpster fire and then continue to burn in that dumpster fire a week later. Like hopefully they will chill on those spoilers and things and leaks and things because hello, final series, let's do that. But yeah, guys, we just got to keep our fingers crossed and our energy Hi. Okay. This message comes from Detta that we received in March that reads, Hi, Candace and Terrence. Thank Gina, you are back. <laughs> Even for two snack And as usual, thank you for being the voice of reason and inconvenience, lol. <laughs> Your Ridley Scott analysis felt like we timeshare a soul. <laughs> I mean, so that whole Disney Scott dual muse vibe is a train that needs to pull an e-break stat. Uh, Jay deserves best. I assume that's Jody. 
Yes. Keep certainly not an 84-year-old. You know what? Let me stop. Yes, I agree. That <laughs> Keep up the stellar work, Jebeg. Ciao. Data. Love it. Yeah, we. it seems like we're sharing a brain cell on this, Dada. Glad you're feeling it. And this final message from our emails is from Jess. And Jess writes, hello. My question is, would you both rather have, and this is actually, now that I'm reading it, a perfect way to end this fucking section because we can't even get into the Twitter DMs right now. But her question is, would you both rather have Villain Eve smash or would you rather have Villanelle and Eve both alive and together in the end? You can't have both. <laughs> That's rude. First that of all, is rude. First of all, Jess, do you know me at all? <laughs> Have you listened to any of these episodes? The smash! The smash! Okay, these hoes can die. And they can die right after the smash. But the smash. The smash. The smash. I have said from the very beginning that if this is Thelma and Thelma, or I guess I could say Thelma and Louise, even though they were heads, but if this is Thelma and Louise and they die at the end, that to me is fitting of the life they've chosen, of the violence they've chosen as queers going about the world murdering men. And so I'm good if they die, but only, only Jess, if they have smashed first. Only if they have smashed first. They cannot die without the smash because, again, it's homophobia and I'm protesting and it's going to be my villain origin story. Whatever. I'm just letting you guys know. Don't be surprised when you see me on the news if this is what happens because I'm telling you all right the fuck now what my energy is. Smash or nothing. Smash or nothing. We have a consensus here in the studio as much as I would love to ruminate on the wonderful would we, could we, and should we's of two living uh, agents. Well, one agent and, well, actually one non-agent and one non-assassin. Well, whatever, however they choose to identify themselves by the end of series four, if they were to live, as much as I would love to ruminate on what they could be doing, I'd rather see a firsthand account of them actually giving in to what they already know to be so natural. And it's been built up for so long. It, it, it's got to be amazing. And if it's also marathony, I won't be upset at that at all. Not at all. Sounds fucking good. Well, damn, I think that does it for this motherfucking mailbag. It was a lot of pages of mailbag. And we can't even get to the Twitter DMs at this time because it's too fucking long. It's too long. It's already, I already know that file. It's too long. So we're just going to cut it. Here, oh my God. mailbag number one from the Panini. I don't even want to see the runtime on that <laughs> fucking file. Every time, it, every time, it's, it's every time we try to fucking God. Whatever. Thank you guys for writing in <laughs> over the past <laughs> several months and still being interested and engaged with what the fuck we do over here. We do appreciate it. It gives us energy, gives us stamina, gives us inspiration to keep going, even when life is turning up and doing way too much. And so we just always want to express our gratitude to you guys for interacting with us. Much like T-Pain when he magically found out that oh, he man. had an uh, inbox that was Full separate. Stuff. <laughs> From the other box. And that people were there and trying to get a hold of him that were important people. And it was like, oh, wow. Oh, all of you. I mean, some people call it ghosting. It's not It's not ghosting. It's, it's not knowing to check your messages timely. But, I mean, eventually you see them, right? So we, we got to see them. And we're in good headspace. And we were able to drink in all the love and support. And we thank you for pouring it into our cups as we were... We were running low. We were running bone dry. It was, bone it was a rough. dry. It was a rough. It's been a rough panini. A rough few <laughs> months. A rough few months. Several months. A panini. Yes. All of it. Yes. Yeah, so and we definitely do what we do for those who 
are out there and wanting <laughs> to hear what we have to say. So we appreciate the fact that you did check in and you let us know that you were doing mm-hmm. well and you wanted to make sure that we were doing well. So yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So I think that's the mailbag episode in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> we did it. I feel like four hours is a lot, but there was a lot of messages that we needed to get to. Yeah. So like I've been having, I got some additional. Soka hits. Could it be in hits for you guys? And the theme today for the song I think I'm going to go with is like the desire to go back outside. We miss some of the humans we can't see day to day every day. We sure as hell miss those goddamn parties. Oh yeah. I feel like pride is coming up again and it's going to be vacant once again (laughs) or online and that is tragic. This will be the second year in my whole life since adolescence that that won't be a thing but you know what? At least we got some fly tunes to make everything a little bit better. Yeah at least this time if people you know find themselves at Fire Island I'm just going to hope that people are at least <laughs> fully vaccinated this go around this time this year well, versus you saw those humans partying just no, up the no block. vaccinations just vibes that was last year and I'm like lord but you saw the party of the block today I was like why can't we hear this party right. five blocks like, away what y'all doing on the roof yeah. no. <laughs> it was like that like a roller coaster oh my goodness alright so this first track is from Chanel Murr and it's called Soon Done because we all hope that Rona's soon done my god don't we hope for that y'all please get vaccinated please but let me cue that shit. Yeah. I love that this video starts in the beach. Time That's what I want. We need some yes, we need some sunshine yeah. for you, for me, for everybody across the globe. Take me back to the time before the panini. Shit. But go ahead. Hit that shit. A reminder that you can reach out to us at Hey You Guys, all one word, at wellwellvillanelle.com. Our yeah. Insta is wellwellvillanelle. And our Twitter, if you are about it, about it, is wellvillanelle. Ow. As you know, we were recording out of New York City during a global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Our hearts go out to all the families who have had to deal with firsthand loss of life during this time. Yes, yes. Uh, please do your part to stop the spread and please. lower, lower please. your risk of mass infection. Um, you can support the podcast by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. We love that shit. As well as becoming a patron. And we you love can that shit find too. the links in our show notes. You can also use ko-fi, ko-fi.com forward slash misandry to buy us the occasional cup of coffee. And we know that there are tons of you interested in merch. You've been asking and the links have been broken. But they, they we have. are happy to announce the store is back. Yeah. It's full of Killing Eve fandom wear. That it is. And fits for the misandrous in you. Yes. Sandry saves, y'all. <laughs> Please check the show notes for the link. Lastly, be sure to check our network's Patreon at Church yeah, yeah. of Sandry and support the projects that fall under the network if umbrella, if you can, as it helps offset overhead and with unexpected expenses like our commuting, because, you know, using public transportation at this day and age is the get-to. Is the get-to. <laughs> and also, they're doing their best. You know, they're shutting it down to try to clean it late nights, and, you know, we're always here late or early. However you spin it, we're always here during those hours where it's not running. Also, a very special shout-out to all of the essential workers whether on salary or hourly 
tit-based and everyone in between. Mm-hmm. You help keep the city running and we can't we sure do, do what we do without, without you. I love that. COVID soon done. COVID soon done. Yes, y'all. Keep the positive energy. Let's manifest that shit. Let's manifest Rona out of the streets. You know how we can help manifest that shit? By wearing a goddamn mask and getting vaccinated mask if one up, is eligible and a vaccination is there. Positive mask vibes, up. y'all. Mask up, mask up, mask up. Positive vibes for 2021, just like how we're manifesting a smash. But let me not get distracted. Is it time for the country rundown? Yes, actually. Is there another jam that we got for this rundown? What have I got this week for the country rundown? So this one is called I Miss Ya by Mr. Rebel Face. Let's get into it. Corona, you hurt me. That's true. Corona, you hurt me. <laughs> so much. So much. I miss you. I miss you. Carnival, I miss you. Outside, I miss you. Even the grass, even though I'm allergic to you. I miss you. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, we'd love to give a special shout out to the Republic of Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to give a special shout out to Australia. What up, Australia? A special shout out to Germany. Germany! A shout out to South Korea. South Korea. Special we fucking love you Special shout out to France. France. Bonjour. Au revoir. A shout Goodbye, out to... <laughs> a shout out to Sweden. Sweden. What's good? A special shout out to Spain. Hola, Spain. A shout out to Brazil. Brazil. Thank you so much for listening. A special shout out to Russia. Russia. All the way over there. Y'all still listening. That's wild. A special shout out to Mexico. Mexico. Hola, hola. A special shout out to Norway. Norway, y'all are the best. A special shout out to Denmark. Denmark, y'all been there from the very beginning, and we love you for yes. it. Yes. A special shout out to the Netherlands. The Netherlands, what's good? <laughs> a special shout out to New Zealand. What up, New Zealand? A special shout out to Italy. And shout out especially to Lucy Lawless. Oh, right. But also, Lucy Lawless is not listening to this, but also all you New Zealanders are awesome. Special shout out to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. A special shout out to Poland. Poland, all you Polish bitches, we love y'all. A special shout out to the Philippines. The Philippines! A special shout out to Hong Kong. Hong Kong, good looking out. A special shout out to Singapore. Singapore, we love y'all. A special shout out to Finland. Finland! Oh, these Finnish hosts, gotta love them. A special shout out to Chile. Chile! Ciao, ciao, ciao. To all you motherfuckers. A special shout out to Taiwan. Taiwan, thanks for listening. A special shout out to the Czech Republic. The Czech Republic! Still fucking tuning in. Incredible. A special shout out to Luxembourg. Luxembourg. Luxembourg, we love you. <laughs> I'm doing too much. But I always do too much at this part. <laughs> A special shout out to Canada. Canada. What do they say in Canada? I was going to say sorry. But sorry. Then... <laughs> sorry, Canada. Sorry. Thank you for listening. A special shout out to Great Britain. Yes, thanks all you British motherfuckers. Thank you for listening. Home of Lister and the British fighters. <laughs> and special shout out to South America. South America. Hola. And special shout out to North America. Yes, all you American homies still in the shits with us. Uh, here's hoping we get out of the panini sometime before 2025. Thank you all very much for your support, for tuning in to our lovely little show here. A lovely little show that goes on way too long. We're so glad y'all are still here listening with us. Oh, and if you guys haven't noticed, we are definitely releasing less episodes. Before the season starts, usually one a month is what we're aiming for. Sometimes two, depending on if there's new shit to talk about. But yeah, for those not on the Patreon, this is us letting you know. This is what the new schedule is looking like until we actually have additional shit to talk about. That is not us raging and ranting 
about the smash. Y'all already know it's the smash 24-7 up in this bitch. Okay, guys. Until next time, here's hoping you get killed by a woman. And bitches, killing you start shooting in a fucking month. In a fucking month. There is no better time yes. than the present to manifest the smash. Yes, yes the scripts are in. Yes, everything's done. But we can still do what we gotta do. Put the pressure on Laura. Yes. Because in Laura we trust. And in the smash we trust. Yes. Fuck that shit. <laughs> See y'all next time. Bye. It's like totally murder.